Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, three games in the NHL tonight. Golden Knights and Wild about to get underway. In about half an hour, the Predators take on the Stars and then the late one, Seattle home to Arizona. Oilers back at it tomorrow visiting the LA Kings. Another big showdown there. 7 o'clock face-off show here on 6.30, Chet. The puck will drop at 8.30. The Pacific Division right now, Vegas 101, L.A. 100, Edmonton 99, Vegas six games left. The Kings and the Oilers both with five games left. And, of course, the Oilers doing great, 9-0-1 in their last 10, 13-2-1 since the start of March. Ryan Nugent Hopkins commenting after practice today when he was asked about being on the verge of his first 100-point season. Yeah, I mean, I'm not focused on it. Uh, if it happens, that'll be, I mean, it'll be cool. Um, milestone to hit, but at the same time, my, my focus is uh, getting these next five wins here and uh, just trying, like I said before, just trying to build our game. Well, probably Nugent Hopkins' teammates more concerned about trying to get him those four points he needs for 100, uh, probably more concerned than Nugent Hopkins is. And Leon Dreisaitl says, yeah, Nuge has been here in Edmonton through a lot of dark times for the Oilers, and uh, now he's enjoying this fun time. He's loyal. He's a loyal guy. He's, he's been here through everything, you know. He's been, when when it wasn't good, going good, when, when um, you know, there's a lot of people making fun of, about this organization, he was here and, and he stuck through it and he stayed and, and, and he turned turned this, this franchise around and, and he's a big part of that. So, um, you know, he's, uh, he's a key, key guy in, in this dressing room and on the ice, obviously. All right, so the Oilers practice today off to Los Angeles. Uh, I believe they just landed a little while ago and uh, game against the Kings tomorrow and then Anaheim on Wednesday. Baseball tonight, Royals lead the Blue Jays 3-0. That is in the bottom of the second. And the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship final is tonight. Tips off around 7.20 Mountain Time. San Diego State against UConn, a five seed against a four. San Diego State... The uh, uh, our, our local guy, Steve Sir, the general manager of the Edmonton Stingers, an alum of San Diego State, he was pretty excited when they won the semifinal in that buzzer beater on Saturday. So we'll keep an eye on that one once it tips off. Reed Wilkins with you inside sports on 630. Chad, hope you're doing great. Impressive run here for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll be talking a lot about them throughout the evening, and we will drop the puck tonight with former NHL goaltender, now an analyst for the NHL on Rogers. He's presented weekly on Inside Sports by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? 
Well, I'm doing a whole lot better than you, Reed. I hope that uh, you feel better in the upcoming days and you're able to uh, do not only your job, but feel better because we all know how nasty there's a nasty bug out there or a flu or something i know my wife struggled through it about a week ago and my broadcast partner rick ball's wife had something as well and it's just spreading like crazy and so i send you all the best my friend yeah i appreciate that appreciate that it was good uh saturday during the game and then kind of after i got home and and got to bed started feeling a little a little wonky so hopefully it doesn't stay with me too mm. long yeah appreciate yes. that hey uh oilers rolling along um, just an incredible run for them as they, they head towards the postseason. I want to start with you, and we saw this a lot, especially in the Los Angeles game. McDavid, to the extent that he got a penalty in the second minute of the game. But we, we, we've started to see this more and more often. The the physicality of the Oilers' star players. You know, a lot of times with McDavid and Dreisaitl leading the way, you know, Nuge got in that fight against the Leafs. You know, Kane's always been like that. But I, I really feel it's been a, a bit of an evolution with Leon and Connor to just be kind of a little nastier as they've gotten more experience in the NHL. I love it. And uh, I know that you're working on Saturday. and But we, uh, a lot of the topics that you sent me, we talked about on Saturday uh, in our broadcast. And I know you didn't see it because of your work. But, uh, yeah, we showed the uh, the McDavid hit on Mikey Anderson. And we showed, uh, we went back, Elliot went back to the Mikey Anderson dragging Dreisaitl down last year in the first round and the ankle injury and so on. And I like it. I like how uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl are, uh, have that side uh, to them. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with being nasty. You know, you can be a nice guy. You can put up all kinds of points, but being nasty, uh, in my opinion, is a quality for a skilled guy that you can't have a, uh, a, a side like that. And uh, heading into the playoffs, I think that's the best attitude to have, right? Like they're they're, they are playing great. Ken Holland said so. He is one of the guests on After Hours with uh, Scott and Louie. But, uh, you know, having that element in your game is nothing but a quality to me. Uh, so so when you saw the McDavid hit on Anderson, I mean, I thought it was a two-minute penalty. You can argue maybe the rules should be changed, but uh, I thought yep. the way that's usually enforced. And if you're – I mean, Todd McClellan wouldn't say much about it. He just said it doesn't matter – what I think, which leads me to believe he wasn't happy about it. But yeah. I mean, is that just the price of doing business at this, this time of year? Like, do you have any problem with that hit? I don't really. Um, and it's only going to get nastier for the, what, uh, 10 days we have left of the regular season. Uh, and it's uh, once the playoffs start, uh, we've noticed that trend in the last few playoffs that it's starting to get nasty again. Um, I think there was a, a period there where, uh, I don't want to say the playoffs were becoming less physical because that element is always around, especially in the uh, conference finals and the finals. But I think we're seeing more of it again, and I think it's something that uh, teams have to prepare for. And, you know, you have to be ready at all times. And, hey, Mikey Anderson knows, you know, you you take down Dreisaitl. At some point, there's going to there's gonna be not only retribution, but uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sting for a while. And, Players are going to remember for a long time. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, we, I talked about this extensively on my show on Friday, and Rob and I, after that game, he, McDavid knew exactly who he was hitting. You know, like he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. Oh, totally. And that's the thing that uh, some people don't get about uh, maybe our sport. I, I suppose other sports are like it, a uh, sport like football or basketball, where basketball 
baseball, there's a lot of physical contact as well, that you don't have to get uh, uh, the guy right away, right? You can have a long memory. People have always said that about uh, certain situations, and, and you can get somebody down the road, and, and everybody knows what it, why and what the reasons are. Okay, so for a couple things from the Anaheim game, the Oilers did clinch the playoff spot. Dry settle gets a hat trick, gets to 50. We've got kind of gotten used to him scoring those power play goals with the one-timer. Yes. Three, the three goals against Anaheim, none of them were like that. I mean, he gets the, the flip-in backhand. He gets the goal melt yeah. scramble off the hymen, uh, yeah. the puck that went off his body. And then he gets the shorthanded goal. Uh, I mean, almost a Messier-like shot from the off-wing yeah. inside the corner. And, and, and to me, that's the one where it's just like, how many ways does this guy have to score now? I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. Yeah. I love what you said about Messi because that's the comparison that as soon as he took the shot and it beat the goaltender and we're in our, this little uh, viewing room watching all the action uh, and that's the first thing Ron McLean said. Hey, that's a Mark Messi shot. No question about it. And then Leon was on our post-game show with Scott Oak and uh, he admitted that he had uh, more jump in a step and that he was really going for the 50th on that shorthanded chance. He admitted he wanted it more than uh, he had in a long time for that, to get that goal. He put a little bit of extra zip on it. No question about that. And, you know, I I was saying post game also, and I love the fact that, you know, he talked about the team game and the importance of the win and all that, but he also talked about how that goal was so important to him. And I loved it because I made the point of, you know, there's nothing wrong for an athlete to suggest that to you. You, it is uh, okay to be selfish from time to time, right? Like I've always said that about players and teammates that I've had. If you're selfish at times, that's a quality for our team, and that's something we need. Like I've said, Mike Bossy was a very selfish player at times on the ice, and we loved it because that meant that he had a burning desire to score. Luke Robitaille, the same way. They're very similar goal scorers. Everybody's happy to score, but certain guys seem to be happier than others that they score, and I, I really got that sense from Dreisaitl on Saturday. Yeah, I love I love how you put that, because Brownie's talked about that too. Like, just making the pl- a play that helps your team isn't selfish. So if you right. can score the goal, score it. You know, it, right. and, and, and Dreisaitl, he did, he was on with Bob and Jack after the game. You know, he throws the headset on down by the dressing room. Sure. And, and and he said that same thing. He's like, well, I want the team to win, but of course I know how many goals I have, and of course yeah. uh, I'd be lying if it doesn't if it doesn't mean something. And and I I agree. I I I love that attitude. Like if you can be the one, it, it, you know, if you got twenty guys who want to make the play when it's on their stick, that's that's great. Go let them feel like they can go out and make the play. And your partner Rob Brown knows all about that because he was a he was a high scoring player himself, and he understood or understands that pressure that those players have and they have to produce. And so you need at times to really make sure that you're focused on what your job is. And if that means being selfish, good on you. Yeah. By the way, with a, I, I, I watched it again when I got home. The play Ekholm made to get the puck up to Dreisaitl. He had yes. to steal the puck first, shield the guy, and then he kicked yeah. the puck up to his stick before he made the pass. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. He's been yeah. fun to watch for sure. Okay. Yeah. Another storyline out of that game, Jack Campbell, who his win-loss record is pretty good, as we know, yeah. but, but some nights a lot of goals still go in. Um, 
what will that and I, and I know it's just one game so I don't want to overemphasize it but you know we we all know the playoffs are coming up and Skinner got a shutout in the previous game what do you hope that shutout means to Campbell or what does it mean to Campbell if you're in his his shoes okay this is weird Reed because every topic we're talking about that we we discuss all the same things on Saturday night so well, great minds think alike right Right. So, and, and I discussed, I had a few different things about Jack Campbell through the night. First of all, before the game, I said the same thing about his win loss percentage. Most goalies would be envious of that other than some of his other numbers and some of his, uh, you know, he's had some struggles this year for sure. We mentioned that. Uh, And then I think in the first intermission, I did a little thing about his save pack because the Oilers, were really slow starting that game. Understandably, after the emotional game they had Thursday and the shutout, as you mentioned, with Skinner. Um, and, you know, the opponent they had Saturday, there's always going to be a letdown, but Campbell was excellent. I think he had 16 saves in that first period. But there was a, a sequence, and I know you'll remember it, Reed. Uh, I want to say about four or five minutes into the first, the first good sequence that the Ducks had, and Jack made about three or four consecutive saves in tight. And not only were those saves important, you know what I mentioned on the air, I saw, I thought the reaction from the fans in Rogers' place was really cool too because they gave him a hearty cheer. And now as a guy that has been in that position where you're, you've struggled at times and maybe you might feel that, some people might be a little disappointed in you to get that reaction from the fans during the course of the game is really uplifting. And I think that that was an important uh, moment uh, in Saturday night's game for Campbell because he felt the support from the people uh, in the building. And then lastly, uh, the reaction when uh, they're still on the ice and they're celebrating the second consecutive shutout when the Oilers didn't have a shutout this season until Thursday and Saturday. And then the reaction from each and every one of his teammates. And it, it wasn't just coming to congratulate the goaltender with a fist bump or something. It seemed to me like every single player stopped and had a comment uh, to Jack. And it, it looked incredibly sincere. It looked like they all loved the guy, which I'm sure they do. But it wasn't just the regular congratulations. It was uh, a heartfelt and, you know, just dry sidle with a, a moment with them. And and uh, and also Stuart Skinner coming over the last guy. And the, and the genuine look that Skinner had on his face and the smile and the the love for his partner. And uh, that's going to go a long way for Campbell. And I, I suspect, I don't know this, I'm just guessing here, but uh, Skinner will go tomorrow and Campbell will go Wednesday uh, versus Anaheim. And that'll be uh, an important start for uh, Campbell again. Quick one to wrap up. Would you, or when, when you did play, were you when you're in a race like this? Would you be concerned about where you finished in the seating, or would you just be thinking we got to play well, like home ice, second yeah, versus third, trying to get first? You know, I think you you're. I'm hesitating because I've been in different situations. So I've been in the situation where we're really concerned about where we finish because we want to finish as high in the standings as as possible because we recognize the importance of uh in most cases having home ice but there are other times when you're just sort of i don't know if this is the best way term uh to use but limping in you you're pretty sure you're going to make it in but you know that you're not going to be in one of the top spots so you're just more concerned let's just start playing some decent hockey here down the stretch but i think the oilers 
they're they're in a situation they played so well since uh, basically the all-star break that they are looking to finish as high in the standings as possible and they should because they are they're a dominant team right now and and they home ice would only do them good yeah yeah fun to watch for sure and winning a lot at home which they they struggled yeah. on for the first half of the season as well okay yeah. what do you have this week kelly I'm busy. I work at home tomorrow. Chicago's here. Then I fly with the team after the game for maybe, uh, and I haven't looked around the entire league, but maybe the the best game of the week. Uh, Calgary's in Winnipeg on Wednesday, so that's going to be a Wednesday night hockey game uh, on our network. And everybody knows the importance of that game and how playoff implications potentially. And then I fly to, and then I come home with the Flames Wednesday night, fly Friday to Toronto for hockey night. And then, interestingly enough, I get, I then have two games next week and I have next, the following Saturday off. There's no hockey night in Canada, no games on the Saturday getting ready for the playoffs starting on Monday, April 17th. Yeah, fun stretch, and that is going to be a huge game. Uh, Steinberg's coming up on the show a little bit later on to to take the Flames week, so that's going to be cool. Kelly, great perspective as always. Have a pleasant evening, my friend. I will. I'll have a better evening than you. I hope you feel better, my friend. Oh, thanks, Kelly. Yeah, I'll be fine. Appreciate it, though. Kelly Rudy checking in for Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Pretty good run for the Oilers. We have more comments for them coming up. Golden Knights playing this evening. Another big game of the Pacific Division. We'll keep an eye on that. It's Inside Sports on Chet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Darnell Nurse from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. All right. If you would like to get in touch, I encourage you to do so. The hotline is 780-496-0063. It's presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can email the show, insidesports at 630chet.com. Follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Derek Scott, the studio producer this evening. Derek, how's it going, buddy? Oh, good, Reed. I, I'm feel bad for you, but that pesky cough you got. I will be fine. Kellen Kennedy has to take the Monday off after the WrestleMania weekend, I guess, eh? Yes, he does. Big fan. I Well, I'll have to get him to do an update tomorrow. I have no idea what happened, who won anything. Did you follow it at all? No, not at all. <laughs> i leave it up all to right. him. Well, we'll leave it up to Kellen when he's back at work. Jed Roberts next on Inside Sports.